Welcome to Conservation Unfiltered, presented by Conserve the Wild, your destination for an unfiltered look at conservation. Now let's get wild. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Conservation Unfiltered podcast. This is episode number 34, 2020 Vision. We're going to switch things up a little bit today go a little bit different route than we originally expected due to some scheduling conflicts but what we're going to share with you today is some very big news and our vision if you will uh, for how the 2020 year will go at conserve the wild so let's just dive right into it and listen to talon being a host for the first time So, Talon, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome back on. I know, it's been a while. It has been a while. You've been busy. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> as of this, as of this, I have, I want to say it's 25 or 26 more days. And then? Of, of paradise. Of, of paradise yeah. until you get to even better paradise. Yeah, I have never looked forward so much to paying a mortgage. <laughs> than I am right now. <laughs> now, in another year or two, ask me if I still enjoy paying that mortgage. You know, my my thoughts are going to change there. But right now, I I could I could really really go for paying a mortgage. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, how much is your freedom worth? Oh, it's rough, man. Yeah. You know, everybody's great. Like, I mean, we're living yeah. for free. So yeah, I mean, it's a good it's as good of a situation as it can yeah. be. Building a house, people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right there with you in a couple of years. I'm oh. sure. Well, let's just take you, you know, all the experiences that, that I've been going through, you know, you just learn from it and, and, then and do, rent a house and, in between. Yeah. That's, if you have to be in that between phase. Yeah. That's probably not going to happen. So, yeah. you know, we'll just save the money and oh, man. well, don't worry. We'll be, I'll be struggling through very hey, similarly. Bought me a washer and dryer. You there know, you go. I'm saving and all there that stuff, but, but it's high rolling. It's, yeah. Could you imagine? LG, man. Could you imagine <laughs> ten years ago you being like, "Hey, I saved money. Let's go buy a washer and dryer." No. <laughs> no. Nope. 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 Uh, Bought adult, a washer and dryer. Buddy. Adult life, man. And great. tires. <laughs> and tires. <laughs> yeah, and tires. Those those are important yeah. things. I know. All right. So today <laughs> we're we're going to test your hosting skills. You know, I'm not here for that. <laughs> Today, not, know, today, today you're here for that. Today I'm here for that. That is not my normal role. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be good. That's okay. That's all right. We got. We have some very important information that we need to share with people. And this was the best way you could come up with. This was the getting, best way. Getting very important information was to have me in charge of asking you questions. Yeah, because I'm I'm tired of being in charge. <sighs> How about her, buddy? Oh. Let's let's see what those hosting skills are like. Okay, so we've been doing the podcast for almost two years now. No, almost one year. Almost one. Almost year. one with a break, a little bit of a break at the yeah. end of last summer. But yeah, almost a year now. So we started off with this podcast, well, with the some content on yeah was, the website was a couple years ago. Yep, that's what was a couple years yep. ago. So now we're looking to expand. Yes, and improve improve upon what we're doing yes what are we looking to do to help expand and help improve 
So probably the most easily consumable that we will see, that people will see, is just content. Um, so we're going to continue with this podcast, obviously. Um, I've had a awesome time doing this, getting to meet some new people and talk to people in the conservation space, and that's that's been awesome. I mean, that that's a dream come true. So if nothing else, I'm going to keep doing this just to keep talking to people. Uh so we're going to continue with this, but part of the way we're going to go and keeping with bringing in these guests in conservation and in that sort of realm is this year we're going to highlight, uh, which we already highlighted one this year. We highlighted one last year, um, but we already highlighted one this year in Pheasants Forever. We're going to highlight conservation organizations. Uh, so, so far we've, we've done the, the two, the Pheasants Forever this year and last year um, we started with some quality deer management stuff and they've been on quite a few times actually uh we're going to expand that to more conservation organizations what their mission are you know what their mission is what they plan to do why people should be involved and i'm going to expand so so far it's been hunting related main i mean hunting and habitat you know sort of that fringe benefit of hunting um we're going to expand into non-consumptive conservation groups as well and and try to expand a little more than what we've already done now so that is on the docket for this year already putting out there and working with those groups and working with those groups and trying to help them get their message out there and now how are we gonna help get their message out there i mean you mentioned content but what are we talking about content wise that we're going to be able to hear from these groups that you're bringing in on the podcast and then in the uh, on the website, yeah. So the podcast is so that they can tell all the listeners what their mission is, right? Straight from the horse's mouth type deal. Uh, but we're also going to focus heavily on social media. So look for our Instagram account and our Twitter account to have a lot more content on it. Um, hopefully, a little bit more varied content as well, uh, but definitely more content. Uh, that we also try to highlight some of the stuff that they're telling us to do and, and try to put that what their plan is in motion a little bit. Uh, the other thing we're going to do is we're going to start a Facebook page. I hate Facebook. <laughs> I absolutely despise Facebook. Um, but I have, I have enlisted my wife's help. Who that's the only social media account she has. I too. got rid of it, man. Yeah, now I, d- I have to get it. You're telling me as my boss, I have to get it back. No, you don't. <laughs> um, so, so here's how Facebook worked for me personally. I had it in college because you know whenever you were able to get it, you got it. That was the only game out there other than MySpace, which you know is middle school stuff. Uh, so yeah, I had it put with MySpace. You could put the song on. You your could. Profile. You could. Yeah, all that fun <laughs> stuff. Tom was your friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had Facebook. I I quit. Facebook. I, I deleted that account um, very shortly after I got the teaching job. Um, and then I had to get it back because I became a regional member for a conservation group that you'll hear about later this year. Uh, and that was their training mechanism. They were going to do it through Facebook. That sort of fell through because Facebook's become worse as a company. So I still have the Facebook account. And I've noticed that a lot of people are interacting with me about the podcast through Facebook. So we're going to create our own page just for Conserve the Wild and this podcast to help 
disseminate a bunch of information out there. It's an accessibility thing. Because, yeah, you know, that's all it is. Just not try- everybody does Twitter. Some people do Instagram and not Twitter, vice right. versa. And right, Facebook, so you know. if we want to reach as many people as possible, we have to put tentacles out in every direction that we possibly in can. In all those platforms. In all those platforms uh, to hopefully drive traffic to the site so we can get our message across, but then also redirect them to other conservation groups as well. Right. Uh, and then the other big thing, which is put, puts a lot of a lot on our plates, is returning the blog posts. So that's how we originally started with the blog posts. Right. And they took a back seat when we started the podcast because this is a lot of work to schedule everything, get all the information ready, do the podcast, edit it, get it out there. Um, I feel like I have a little better grasp on all that since I'm doing uh, a lot of that work. Um, in my free time, I feel like I, I have a pretty good efficient method as of right now. So, uh, we are going to increase the blog posts that are put on the site. Again, accessibility, not everyone, as I tell people that I started a podcast, there's a lot of people who don't know what a podcast is Yeah, or so, don't want to listen or don't have time to listen. Read. Can't you listen. Know, some right. people They'd like to sit read. and read stuff right. as opposed to listen. Right. right. I mean, the only time I listen to podcasts is when I'm driving basically. Um, right. I'm a reader. And the only time I read is when I'm doing certain things. Right. So <laughs> we're going to start putting some of the information out there and some of it's going to tie in directly with podcast episodes. Some of it is going to be sort of freestanding and not necessarily have anything to do with what we're talking about, but just sort of, you know, maybe we didn't have enough to do a full episode on, but still information we want to get out there. Let's do a blog right. post. Right. Anything else uh, that we may be, extend, be, may be able to extend to people who are interested in our website, in our podcast? Like, is there anywhere they can uh, get more information or uh, further help our conservation efforts? So the big thing is we are going to start a newsletter. Uh, again, just to increase that reach. That way, everyone that is interested in what we're doing can know what we're doing, hopefully every week or at least every other week. Um, we're going to have just a, a, a weekly or semi-weekly showcase of the content that we're putting out there. Um, also, important news that we're coming across in conservation. Uh, maybe it's not something... Maybe it's something that's really pressing, like legislation or um, something that's a threat to conservation that we don't have time to fit into a podcast, but it's still something we want to make people aware of. We're going to put that that news out there, um, and then also some highlights of the best content. So you'll be able to know what podcasts we've done recently, what blog posts have been posted recently. What's coming up. What's coming up, what we plan on doing, and then that information. So um when this goes live, you will be able to, right now, you can just pause this episode, go right to our website if you're not listening on the website. And uh, as soon as you go to our homepage, you should be prompted for a newsletter or right at the bottom of that homepage is going to say sign up for the newsletter. Um, we're not The one thing we are not going to do is bombard you with emails. Uh, that's something that I'm sure. And this newsletter is going to be sent through their email. Yeah, it's going to be sent through the email. So, um, you know, that's something that I hate that most people hate. You know, you put your email in for a newsletter and then all of a sudden you're getting emails daily from sites that you you feel like you never even went to. Uh, we're not going to share your email address with anyone else. It's just for us. And it's just going to be weekly or semi-weekly. Just, hey, this is what we did, in the, you know, what we released in the last week or two. And if you want to listen to it or read it or it interests you, you know, click on those links. If not, you know, you move on to the next email. 
trying to expand our footprint. Yeah, just trying to expand the footprint. Just, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, that gets missed by a lot of people. You know, I, I follow some different conservation organization stuff, and, you know, it's, you know, they'll put something out there or um, they'll be on another podcast or something, and I don't even know about it until all of a sudden I get the newsletter. It's like, oh, there's that. So then I get a chance to go ahead and see what's going on. So I just want to give people that ability, you know, because life gets hectic to be able to say like, oh, I missed that. You know, I'm going to go back and look at it. Yeah. So that's some exciting stuff that we're getting into here. Yeah, I, I got to say, you are hosting tremendously right now. <laughs> now we're tremendously. We call it maybe the midpoint here. Yeah, and midpoint. now you're putting more pressure on me <laughs> for the second half. No, I'm just trying like, to encourage I'm, you. I'm sweating. Right I'm, now. <laughs> I'm encouraging you. I'm saying you're doing a good job. Keep up the good work. You know, halftime speech. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. Feel good. Ready to go out for the go out for the second half here. So we got a lot of exciting things happening at Conserve the Wild, uh, footprint-wise, outreach-wise, like getting our message out to people-wise. We're also doing some things maybe internally, so to speak, uh, with some new programs and new initiatives that we're doing ourselves. Yeah, huge steps taken internally to try to make sure we run efficiently and to help other people. So the first one I'm doing personally yeah, which I think this is really cool. Yeah, and this I'm not doing it personally, just totally by myself. I'm trying to get other people to sort of give me their input. Um, you know, for the last uh, for five of the last six years, I have treaded into the mentoring a new hunter idea, and I want after talking to Hank Forrester, the QDMA, and their field the fork program, I want to continue that, and I want to sort of up what I'm doing. Um, but I also understand that some people, you know, I want to encourage other people to do it. And I understand that sometimes that's a, a tough thing to start because where, do, where do you start? You know, what do you do? So, uh, as of last week, I started developing, uh, I developed, we developed, and now I'm starting to test a new hunter mentee program. Uh, so a coworker of ours, uh, took me up on an offer to help him get started hunting and, now, how'd you uh, how'd you go about uh, getting involved with with this coworker with this? Too, <laughs> like you know, just in case somebody wants to, it was uh, yeah. wants to do something like this. You know, yeah. On, on their so uh, what Hank Forrester in, in the podcast said, you know, in podcast he was on was saying, ask. You know, people just don't get asked. Right. So um, I literally just sent a mass email to everyone of yeah, our everyone, of in, our everyone in their district and said, I am willing to help someone. If you've thought about hunting, um, I'm willing to help you get started. And it is a, the, the program that we're trying to develop is a year, basically like a year long process, a multi-month process. Not that it's just like, okay, Hey, now go get your hunter ed course done and then get the stuff you need and then come back and see me and we'll go hunt together. Or it's going, I, I, we started with an initial meeting um, he's actually today is buying a bow cause that's what he chose to do. I didn't advise him to that. He chose to go archery. Um, so he's buying a bow today. Uh, we'll be getting it restrung and within a couple weeks we'll be shooting together. So not that I'm a master expert archer, but I know the basics of form to help him get started with that. Um, it'll go all the way through. I'll be helping with hunter education as I'm instructor anyways. 
then I'll be helping him with scouting. I'll be helping him with hanging tree stands at lo- at properties that he has to hunt. Uh, I've offered up my personal properties to bring him on as well. It'll sort of culminate in a hunt together the first time. Hopefully he's successful. If so, I can help him with the field dressing and storage of the meat and things like that. Um, so this summer, before we get to the point of actually hunting, I'll be showing him how to cook some wild game as well. Um, I feel I'm uniquely qualified with that as a culinary teacher. So, it you know, it's a sort of a long process, and I want to have almost like a handbook for to be able to hand someone else and say, if you want to do this, here's what I did. Pick and choose what you want to do, but here's what I did, and hopefully that can get more people out there. Yeah, and this is something that you're going to keep everybody updated with uh, along the process uh, on the blog and, and yeah, well, yeah, and they'll podcasts. yeah, there'll be uh, updates to it on the on the blog uh, for sure. Uh, I'm trying to wait until we're completely done, and then I'll have my mentee on the podcast, and we're going to talk about what was good, what could be better, what you yeah. know, how the process worked, and more than anything, so people can get the process from his eyes and see that yeah i think this was a a great idea great initiative that you did i i think it's awesome we're in a community that is shrinking in numbers yeah i never thought like i never really thought much of it when i was a kid you know everybody's like oh people aren't hunting anymore people aren't hunting anymore and i would go i'm I'm a kid i'm hunting and now when i'm a little older i'm looking back i'm like oh my god no kids are hunting you know we're, we're losing people and when that happens you know you lose public lands and, oh, yeah. and a lot of other things that conservationists have fought for uh, because people don't understand it. Right. And there aren't enough voices out there. Yep. So I think bringing somebody in at his age, I think we're, in his 30, 30s. we're 34, 35, yeah. right? Um, we, I don't even know how old I am, but um, <laughs> I think that's great. And then that could stem into his kids. Right. And now you have, you know, more people coming into this community that could give it and you're going to be bringing him in in a positive way too because i think a lot of people sometimes when they were kids maybe don't always have the best mentors right you know so you're going to be uh you know highly qualified mentor which is a which is a great thing making sure everybody does the right things you know i've hunted with people that don't necessarily do the right things one time and then you're done and and you never hunt with them again (laughs) exactly you you know you do you say stuff do you not say stuff you just don't go back and and does that happen to people while they get out of hunting? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. And so. like you said, at, at our age and with him being around our age, I think that is the biggest benefit is that it's someone who never hunted. Right. You know, and then after this, you know, hopefully everything goes the way I want it to and he continues hunting and right. he has the means to do that where a 12 or 13 year old kid still needs to go out with someone else after that he can go off on his own and and try his own thing after that if he wants or i'll keep going with him whatever he feels is best yeah great program man. i think since i've been doing this that's probably one of the best things that that i've seen you do so really great job on that um there's some other cool opportunities through this website the past two three years that you know you've been building and now all of a sudden maybe your outreach is getting a little bit more right yeah, so um, a la Stephen Ranella, we're going to take his idea of venison diplomacy and sort of pump it up on steroids. So we both do this, venison diplomacy. Someone comes to the house, you go to someone's house, you make something wild game yeah. and share yeah, that with them. if there's a party, 
Right. Yeah. He's, yeah. I mean, that's, you make it, you make what you killed and bring that, it over and everybody always loves it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I want to take that same idea of what typically seems to be the same sort of core people that benefit from your cooking a wild game and pump it up. Uh, and we will do at least one, hopefully uh, two or three venison diplomacy nights where we'll actually sort of in the same style of a cold email to everyone. Uh, I'm going to start in house, same deal. Hey, you're all welcome to come and try venison, try, try some wild game, get a couple hunters that are also pretty good cooks to cook up some of their wild game, and then we'll just have an honest conversation about hunting and conservation and just have a good time, but the sole focus is food. And then <laughs> the biggest thing <laughs> that – is, um, is this going to break you out of your comfort zone a little oh, bit? Oh, man. I don't know. It's You know, it's weird. Okay, so my job, just like yours, is to stand in front of a room and talk. Right. right? That's what we do as teachers. We're now sitting in front of microphones and talking. Yeah. Right? Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. I have gotten the opportunity to participate in a speaking engagement for outdoorsmen. Uh, it's an outdoorsman seminar. Seminar. Whoa seminar there you go. hopefully that gets better right <laughs> so uh while i will not be the keynote speaker i'm going to be one of multiple speakers speaking for 10 or 15 minutes locally uh and that will be happening at the end of february so a couple weeks after after we release this podcast and i'm excited for it to help get the message out there uh believe it or not it all stemmed from this podcast yeah. <laughs> someone who actually listens so that makes me hey, someone who actually listens. Come on. We're, that that we're, I met, that yeah. I met, that I met. Okay. Um, so it, it gives me hope that we can continue this ball rolling and yeah. hopefully get it rolling a little bit faster. That yeah, it makes be, you feel good that, that like, cool. yeah. you know, it's, it's reaching somebody. Something. Right. Yeah. It's reaching somebody. So that's cool. Um, and then the last thing that we're going to sort of bring up is at the end of this year, and I'm just going to throw a little tidbit teaser out there because all the, I don't want to release all the details because we're not ready to launch this yet, but we are in the works of creating a fund uh, called the Recapturing Wild Fund. The idea and the idea behind everything that we're doing here is to stem the tide of urban and suburban sprawl, specifically suburban sprawl. So that would be forested land or farmland that is sold off, that is then purchased by home builders that create housing plans. And while, like the house I'm building? Like the house you're building, right? <laughs> so while that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Providing homes for people, at yep. some point we're going to run out of these wild spaces. And when you do that, you're you're pushing wildlife off a landscape. Um, so our goal here is to try to stem that and at least give sort of sanctuary-type places where wildlife can exist. Right. Uh, the idea is to then keep and hold that in public trust so that the public can then still use that. And we will bring in a... Again, I don't want to get into too many details. We'll bring in people to make sure it's best use practices for that land and keep it open for public and wildlife use. Yeah, which is another. Yeah, dude. that's that's what big, you're doing. That's man. big time stuff. Yeah. And big time stuff. You know, but um, like I said, we, we still have some details to work out exactly how it's going to roll out. And um, but I just want to give everyone a, a quick teaser to that. What our ultimate goal is so that they can get as excited as we are about that. So I feel like we're building here. You know, we started talking about the podcasts and getting bigger with social media and the newsletter. And then now with these incentives, uh, initiatives that we can get into. And 
we got something real big, like the biggest, the, yeah. the reason of this, maybe not the sole reason of this podcast, but a huge reason of this particular podcast. Yeah, so we've been operating for the last couple of years from the website and then now with the podcast solely as a hobby. Within the very few coming weeks, we will be an official LLC. We will be officially a not-for-profit business. The reason why we're doing that is so that it can enable us to file as a nonprofit. So the biggest news is that we are hoping to coincide that recovering or recapturing wild fund with the announcement of us becoming a full nonprofit so that the people that the, the people that donate money to that fund it can also be tax deductible for them you know a little extra incentive right um, and then it also makes us accountable with where that money is spent right so they can feel a little better about handing over some money that we're just not two random guys yeah here. <laughs> i mean we are two random yeah, guys but, but we're trying to do something yeah with yeah. a purpose trying and to now there's going to be some something legitimacy better. yes behind that the idea is we can say you're not giving us money and i'm not going to spend it on whatever on like, a washing machine and tires yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah that's what my mortgage saved from living yeah. with my in-laws and, and parents thanks everybody yeah. but um you're when you're donating to this and once this is fully up and operational uh you're donating it is going to those recapturing wildlife funds it's going directly to conservation efforts right. not our conservation efforts right. it, public cons right. conservation and, and efforts the um outreach that we're doing you know the the it does cost money to do a podcast it does cost money to have the web you know official website and that kind of stuff so not that we're going to be making money off of this right very little if any at all it's more the money goes for uh, either directly into that fund so that we can purchase land or it's helping to offset the costs of actually running a nonprofit. Yeah. Uh, and then, so with that, <laughs> so that, you know, that obviously takes a ton of stuff, right? That, that it takes a lot of legwork that needs to be done. So our thing is now sort of a call for help. Uh, we're not asking for monetary help from anyone who's listening or anyone that supports what we're doing we're asking a call for help basically volunteerism at its finest um, minimal help you know the majority of the legwork is going to be done by those of us that are sort of in this inner circle that are helping with this but um, just some general help as far as helping out with some tech stuff um, helping out with putting more content out on social media, um, helping with, you know, our venison diplomacy night and cooking and things, you know, the different initiatives we're trying to do, trying to have people come in and sort of just help a little bit here and there to take a little bit of the burden off of us specifically. It's exciting, man. It is. It's very, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you're the brains behind this because <laughs> See, now my wife and me personally think that's actually a little scary that, that I'm the brains of all this. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, seriously. Think about that. Could you imagine <laughs> if I was running anything? <laughs> I barely made it through a podcast. Yeah. So we're trying to, I'm trying to make it, I don't want it to be all about my thoughts because I know that there are certain things that could be done better uh, or different ideas that could take this to the next level. So I want other people that have the same calling that we do to increase hunting numbers, to preserve wild spaces. Like if you are interested in that, we're here if you want to help. 
you know, in whatever capacity you What's the best way to get a hold of you? By far, best way to get a hold of us is to uh, go to conservewild.org, right? Hit that. There's a tab at the top that says contact. Contact us. Um, you can send us an email directly at info.conservethewild at gmail.com. It's much easier if you just go to that content pa- contact page and uh, email us. That will get the ball rolling, and then we'll talk more in depth after that. Very cool. After this podcast, we may have a call for people wanting the host to switch. I have a feeling. I don't know. You're pretty good for your first time. I have a Way better than my first time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just I've had I've got to listen to you so much through. You know, I'm just trying to take you know what I can. Yeah, you need to start learning from people that know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun. Yeah, it was. Thanks for uh, being playing host today. Well, you know, if you ever need it again, I you know I feel good about it. We might have to sub sub out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we got for today's episode didn't tell him do a wonderful job first time hosting if you want to learn any more information about any of our new initiatives or what we plan to do this year by all means go ahead and reach out to us many different ways you can do that the easiest is probably just to find us on our website conservewild.org Hit the contact button up at the top of the page and go ahead and shoot us an email. If you'd like to get to us through social media, you can find us on Twitter at conserve underscore wild or on Instagram, conserve underscore the underscore wild. And as always, you can send us a voice message through the Anchor app if you want to go ahead and try that. Until next week. Stay wild. Mm